0: Hello everyone and welcome to Vibrant Life Allies. I'm your host Lisa the Life Coach and this is the podcast where I introduce you to amazing coaches and individuals who can help you live a more vibrant life. Super excited about today's guest. I had with me Kate Lyman, Flexible Nutrition Coach and I was very excited about this because I do flexible dieting and it's been something that has made amazing changes for me in my life and you know how I relate to food and very important to me because I love carbs and I <laughs> I you know the idea of restriction and not being able to eat the things that I love is just never appealing to me so flexible dieting um, is super important Super valuable in my opinion because I love it, and I I need to have a brownie or a pop tart every now and then, right? So I was very excited um, to have Kate on um, to hear about her approach and the changes that she helps her clients make, and it it did not disappoint. It was everything I hoped it would be. She's absolutely amazing, and she um, has so much knowledge, education, and personal experience to help her clients, you know, understand how to get to their goals whether it's fat loss or performance goals and, you know, how to be able to live and, you know, have a diet that moves with you and works with you and is not something that is restrictive or something that's a struggle and is, you know, instead just a part of your life and you know, adds value to your life, and I think that that's super, super important. And so, I just encourage you, whether you have fat loss or you know um, physical performance goals or not, to check out this episode and listen to what Kate has to say. And if it resonates with you, if those are things that you you want, you know, if you want to have a diet that that works with you and that's not a struggle and if you've experienced restrictive dieting and crash diets and, you know, those things aren't working for you, then definitely reach out to Kate and her team and, you know, work with them. And I think that it will be absolutely life changing for you. And again, of course, I'm always here for you if you'd like to, you know, overcome anxiety and show up and live your life more confidently. So check out this episode reach out to Kate. Super amazing. And I know you're going to get so much value from um, what she had to say. So check it out and just get out there and live more vibrantly. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Vibrant Life Allies. I have another amazing um, guest for you today. I'm very excited because I have a nutrition coach. And this is my first nutrition coach. And it is a subject that I also have an interest in. So I'm very excited to bring this to you today. And I will just let Kate tell you a little bit more about who she is. Introduce yourself, Kate.
1: All right. Good morning, everybody. It's early for us. It's We're, we're filming this at 6 a.m., which feels a little early. But um, my name is Kate Lyman. I am a nutrition coach. I work um, with all one-on-one Uh, nutrition clients. So I have been doing this for about five plus years now, which feels like a long time. Um, I work entirely online as an online nutrition coach. And I have a team of also really awesome, amazing coaches that work um, with me as well. And we work with clients who are generally working towards fat loss or performance goals um, and really just want to kind of step away from this restrictive diet mentality and work on a more flexible approach and finding a way for nutrition to um, really fit their lifestyle without feeling like um, overwhelming or a job or a list of rules to follow.
0: Absolutely. And that is amazing because I think that's kind of the main struggle people have with if they want to you know, lose fat or have any kind of goal for their body. It's like this means restriction.
1: Right. And I think there's this idea that like working towards your goals has to be miserable Um, especially if you have body composition goals, if you're looking towards working towards fat loss goals, and and it's just not the case, you know, we can make it miserable for sure by putting a list of rules and regulations and saying, you can't do this and you have to eat clean or whatever that may look like, but it also doesn't have to be that way. And when we're able to move away from this approach, that's more restrictive and, and move towards more flexibility. What we find is that working towards those goals is actually doable it's actually sustainable and you can maintain that progress in the end which is really what everyone wants right like you can lose 10 pounds but can you sustain that change
0: exactly that's super important for for those kind of goals is that sustainability i think you know a lot of people think if they crash diet or they do the trendy diet they just have to do it for a little while but that's not sustainable if you're not going to stick with it. So like you said, you have to find something that works for you and is flexible so that you can, you know, maintain those goals.
1: Right. And really what we work with our clients on is like, let's just leave those crash diets behind because how many times have you done them and why are you coming back for something new? Like, because it didn't work. Right. So uh, my goal for my clients is that we work together for a period of time And not only help them get to their goals, whether that's aesthetic or performance based, um, but that they feel really comfortable with their nutrition along the way that they learn like knowledge and skills and habits that allow them to move forward on their own um, without a coach because they know what they're doing and without having to go back to another diet because they understand how to work towards those goals, how to maintain those goals and how to, you know, kind of shift their goals with different seasons of life, which is really important because. Um, we can't always force a goal when we're not able to commit to what it takes to get there.
0: Right. And that that's a great point on that. That flexibility is, you know, having that knowledge to carry with you that no matter what's going on in your life, you know, you know, those principles to you help, help maintain the goals and the things that you want as far as your diet and nutrition go.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I love it. I love what I do. I love our clients. I, we work with Uh, males and females. And I feel like it's really hard because there's no one type of client we have. Um, You know, the coaching experience we offer is incredibly individualized and every individual looks so different. Um, You know, and maybe a majority of them are fat loss goal based, but everyone has a different background, a different lifestyle, a different chaotic, busy schedule, a different dieting history. And that makes their nutrition look entirely different from anyone else. Which is a good thing because once we understand that there's no one size fits all and no one 30 day challenge is going to be the same for everyone, we can really understand, like, okay, now I know what I need to do to get here. And now I know why maybe in the past I have been less successful.
0: Right. And, you know, that's a very good point because it is so different for each individual. And that's why a coach is invaluable, right? Because if you just Google up a diet, there might be reasons, both, you know, physical, your schedule, your life, just that that does not work for you. And if you're just reading, you know, just trying to pick that up on your own, you might not, you know, be able to figure that out. But if you have someone with years of experience, they can say, hey, look, this is what, you know, we can tweak here to make this work for you. So um, I think that that's a good, good point on how individualized it is and that's the importance of a coach and then like you said you you teach them those skills so that they can do it on their own in the future
1: right and I, I mean that's the the goal of this podcast right is to to talk about the importance of having that external accountability and look I'll tell you I feel entirely uh competent <laughs> <laughs> to to manage my own nutrition Like this is what I do full time is living. Right. But I still work with my own coach because there's so much value in having that, um, you know, that outside party to be able to kind of take a step back and look at the things we're missing or to just give us more structure and guidance because maybe we're harder on ourselves than we need to be, or maybe we don't give ourselves the tough love we need. You know, we can't always be that for ourselves. Um, so I still work with a nutrition coach. My coaches all have their own nutrition coaches. Like, Just knowledge alone doesn't get us very far Um, to a point we need. Sometimes we need that, that outside accountability and more important, that outside view telling us what we're missing.
0: Absolutely. That's a fantastic point. It's the same with with life coaching. Like I can self-coach, but it's so amazing to work with a coach because they can see your blind spot, you know, like and there could be the same thing with a diet. You're like, well, I have to do this. I can't. You know, have this or do that. and you're being you've gone back maybe into some restrictive patterns, and you're not seeing that. And a coach, you know, can help you see that and help you see alternatives. So, um, that's a really a really good point about the value of a coach, no matter where you're at right. I even i I was talking with someone the other day about that as far as the the fitness portion of it goes. Like I've been lifting for years, and I love it, and I could do it on my own. but right. It's just so nice to have <laughs> that trainer come in and be like, here's your, here's your program. And then, oh, I see where you've made progress, where you're struggling, what we could do next time. Um, it's just coach in any aspect is such a great value to have.
1: Yeah, I'm totally the same. I'm all about the group fitness because I want to go and show up and be told what to do and not have to think about it myself, even though I could totally do that. You know, like I'm like, no. No, no. we we need our brain power for other things. And we can't just spend it, you know, worrying about things that um, could essentially be outsourced or could be done by someone better. And I think that's important to recognize as well.
0: Right. And a lot of I'm sure a lot of your clients are people who are very busy and have a lot going on. And it really helps to have someone handle that nutrition part of it. Right. So we've already dug into, you know, the amazing value that you offer. But can we like backtrack kind of a bit and say, why did you like, how did this come about for you? Why did you become a nutrition coach?
1: Yeah, well, I I definitely never thought I'd be a nutrition coach. I think a lot of us are in the same boat, right? Never thought that this is where we'd be. Um, I, I can't imagine anything better either. Um, So I, I kind of always knew I wanted to work in health in some capacity. I'm talking since like fifth grade. And at the same time, since high school, I've always been into fitness. I started as a CrossFit trainer while in high school. So I've had these, like this idea of, you know, I love health and fitness and I want to work in health. But to me, that meant like go to med school, um, be a doctor. So when I was in undergrad, I was studying exercise science, um, and nutrition with the intention of going to PA school to be a physician assistant. And um, at the same time I was coaching CrossFit, I was loving what I was learning in nutrition classes. Um, and I started working with a coach because I actually came from this background of this and binge mentality, you know, like totally chronic diet or um, trying everything under the sun. There was a point where I was both vegetarian and keto. Which doesn't even make sense if anyone's familiar <laughs> with both of those both of those ways of eating. Um so I ate like, almonds. Yeah, <laughs> I ate like almonds and sweet potatoes and, and not even sweet potatoes, I guess almonds and kale and who knows what. So I was working with my own coach. Um I was loving what I was learning in nutrition classes. And I at the same time with like schooling was kind of like, you know, I don't know if I want to to be in treatment. I think I'd rather be in prevention, like to me that seems more valuable so i just kind of switched gears and I went to grad school um, for a master's in public health degree and you know along this parallel route I also started working with nutrition clients one-on-one um, and most of them were from my gym it was like you know very low fees it was just kind of fun for me to do I was hosting some seminars too um, and really loving it and In school I was like okay I think now I want to be a professor or a researcher like how can I impact the most amount of people and help us work on preventative health measures and you know public health things and I had this side gig that was nutrition coaching that I just never even validated as like oh I can do this (laughs) I don't I don't understand what the disconnect was for me but it was definitely there so I had like registered my business I have more paying clients now And at the same time, I graduated, applied for a PhD and then went to more school because I was like, I'm going to be a researcher now. Um, And I basically just got to this point where I was like in this super demanding doctoral program, also had a full client load. And I was like, "Okay, well, I have I can't do both of these like I'm drowning. I am miserable. And I was hating school. I think I'd just been in school for too long. I was hating (laughs) school, um, but, you know, wanted that doctor title, um, mm-hmm. and loving my nutrition coaching. And and it still wasn't even an easy, easy decision for me. Like it sounds like it would have been easy to say, okay, well, school sucks. But, um, for whatever reason, like being a nutrition coach didn't feel like a real job. I don't know if it's because I just love it and enjoy it or what, but I ended up leaving school, taking my coaching full time. And then it was only a few months before I started hiring some assistant coaches, which is great. Cause now we have a really awesome team, Um, And that was about three years ago. So I've been full time for, I guess, three and a half years now. And I just can't think of anything better. And the best part is that all of that schooling, while it felt like it was going towards a different direction, has been so integral in in being the best nutrition coach I can be, Um, you know, like the the background in nutrition, exercise science I had. And then I was doing health behavior research in grad school and uh, in both grad schools, and like that, has been so valuable for just connecting with clients and and really helping them in all ways beyond just like assigning macros or whatever.
0: Right, absolutely. A very you have a very you know you're very well educated. and You have a full background, so that's that's very important. And I think it's a good point that a lot of people struggle with when they're wanting to get into certain fields, they they keep thinking I'll feel like an expert when I get this degree and then this degree <laughs> and it keeps going and it's like, you never get there when you already, you know, have those, you know, skills and abilities to make that impact which, you know, you did, you know, whether you got the PhD or not, you were already, you know, qualified to change lives. And I think that's amazing that you were able to recognize that and to, you know, pursue that and not let anything, you know, limit you.
1: Right. And I think I, I, along the way, also overlooked how valuable personal experience is and the ability to connect with their clients. Like, oh, I know how miserable you are and how terrible it feels to go from diet to diet and feel like, you know, you're, you're working so hard, but not seeing the changes you want or feel like you're working hard in the gym, and not seeing like physical changes from that. Um, or just feeling totally out of control with food, like I understand that because I've been there exactly and, you know, no degree gets you that that's personal experience, and it's suffering on my end as a high schooler and as a as an early college student, but now hopefully can help others not have to go through that, you know
0: right, yeah, I'm picturing you with your with kale wrapped almond recipe it
1: does <laughs> that's, that's basically it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So, yeah, that that's that's valuable experience um, that you have to help. And it's, you know, the same with the kind of coaching that I do. You know, I've, I have anxiety and depression and OCD and I struggle with those things for so long. And then having found my own coach and been able to work through them, it's like I know the way and I know there are other people looking for it like I was and now I can help them.
1: Yeah, and and you wouldn't be able to help to the same extent if you didn't have that experience. So it's such a necessary part.
0: Yeah, exactly. And that connection that you can have with your clients—that's amazing. So, bringing it back to what you do, you know, we talked about the fat loss and performance goals. So, do you think that maybe the the main obstacle that people have with that is that understanding of what's sustainable and how to have a diet that works with you? Is that like the main struggle that people have when they come to you?
1: Yeah, I think, you know, if I can, I can call it two main struggles, maybe one would be like really actually understanding what your goals are. Um, Because I think sometimes people come to me like, you know, I want to get stronger in the gym and lose 15 pounds. And um, (laughs) while you can do both to an extent, um, Mm -hmm. you know, maybe if you're brand new to weight training, or if you have a lot of weight to lose, like, we really have to understand there's seasons within our goals and our nutrition needs to match those seasons. And one season may be working on fat loss goals, eating in a calorie deficit and eating in a way that supports losing body fat. But that's when we're in that season, we're not going to be our strongest or our healthiest. Right. And that's just, it's just a sacrifice we make, but it's okay because it's not forever. On um, on the flip side, you might want to get stronger and, Maybe you're lifting, maybe you're doing CrossFit, maybe you're an endurance athlete, whatever you do, maybe you're just going to the gym because it feels good. But if you want to improve performance, we have to understand, okay, I'm not going to be my leanest because I'm going to fuel to train well, recover well, et cetera. Um, So I think one, one thing that's challenging is, is helping people understand that like, you know, we're not all, we can't always be working towards fat loss. It doesn't work right. that way. You know, if we're always chasing this weight loss or fat loss goal, we're never going to be successful because we need to do this in, for a short period of time, like efficiently. Um, and and we're also not going to maintain that progress because we're under eating. And then the second would be, yeah, exactly what you said, understanding that we can be flexible in this approach and that's sustainable. And maybe um, progress is a little slower, but it's because we're not starving ourselves, starving ourselves and losing like 10 pounds of water weight or losing body fat in a way that we can maintain. Um, and also I am trying to get every client of mine to eat as much as possible while seeing these goals. Um, because seeing this progress, sorry, because that's what's sustainable. It's not sustainable to just cut your calories because it means faster loss. You know, what happens when, you want to go out with friends? What happens when you have family dinner? What happens when the holidays come up? You know, we have so many different situations to navigate. So understanding the benefit of that flexibility really helps you not, you know, have this mindset of like, oh, it's a holiday. So screw it. I'll start over Monday or, oh, I'm going out with friends. So screw it. Today doesn't matter. I'll start over tomorrow.
0: Right. Absolutely. That's always been my goal is to be able to maintain a uh, A healthy weight and eat as much as possible.
1: (laughs) Right. That should be everybody's goal. I
0: (laughs) I love I love food. And also, you know, that was an interesting thing that you said about you can't always, you know, focus on fat loss. I I know when I first started training and, and looking at, you know, macros and things like that, I was very thin, but had fat. And so I didn't want the fat to be there. But working with my coach, it was like, you know, you don't have anything there. So instead of just going straight to weight loss, fat loss, we I gained weight. I worked to build muscle. You know, we did the, the macros that would help me gain and the workout that would help me build muscle. And so I actually gained first and then, you know, worked on losing the fat so that the composition would be different. And I and that was not anything I would have understood before working with someone. And it was really a good process for me because I didn't have any muscle. And after that, that became like, that's was my goal was I wanted, you know, to have more muscle and to be stronger. Right. And
1: what was probably very beneficial for you was understanding like that composition changes are different than just what the scale says. Um, And maybe you didn't even get on the scale and that'd be even better because I feel like a lot of my clients were just like, look, let's not even do this because the scale doesn't tell us a lot. It tells us water weight fluctuations. It changes with what you ate last night, your period, the timing of what you ate, your sodium, your hydration, like all of these things. So if we can focus more on composition changes, you're going to be a lot happier on what's actually happening um, about what's actually happening rather than just getting fixated by this number on the scale. Like doesn't even mean anything.
0: Right. You can have the same numerical weight, but have it at different body compositions Mm -hmm. and it will look totally different. So yeah, we, I use photos as much as as weight to check my progress. So yeah, absolutely. So I can see that. So, you know, those are interesting issues that, that people have when they come to you. What are like, other than working with a coach, what are some things that people could do that are listening now to start making, you know, some kind of growth in their nutrition?
1: Well, I think when it comes to like kind of the, those, um, roadblocks I just talked about, one of the best things we can do is recognize that really with any goal or with any change you want to see, we need to focus a little more on not a little more. I don't mean that a lot more (laughs) on (laughs) consistency over perfection. Oh, i being consistent yes. with our nutrition or with our training over being spot on with hitting our macros or making it to the gym seven out of seven days. You know um, if we're focusing on consistency, we are going to see sustainable changes rather than having this all or nothing approach where like I need to be perfect today or it doesn't matter. Like I need to be only clean, but if I have a cookie, screw it, nothing matters. I might as well eat the whole box of cookies. Right? Like that. It doesn't right. make sense. Yet we're so stuck in this idea that our nutrition, our training, anything is all or nothing. So I'd say that just having that little mantra is entirely transformative to the way you approach your goals and the way you're able to see progress. Um, and it's also hard because if we've been in this all or nothing, like black and white mentality for so long, then, you know, it takes time to, to get away from that. But it's really valuable when we do. Um, as far as for those listening, I think something really valuable that all of us can do regardless of working with the coach or not, regardless of what our specific goals are is to just kind of take a step back and recognize what feels hardest for us when we're thinking about food or when we're thinking about our relationship with food. Like, do I feel like some certain foods are bad and I'm putting this like good and bad label on foods. Do I feel scared around some certain foods and why, you know, do I feel like I have to be perfect all or nothing why is that? And I think just understanding these patterns that are holding us back is just as important. I, mean, I don't even mean fixing them yet, but just understanding that they're there, because then we can recognize them um, and and move forward from there rather than just being in this uh, like cycle of restrictive thinking. And so, with my clients, we use a flexible nutrition approach, which means the act of tracking macros. Um, we have three macronutrients: protein, fat, and carbs. And all foods are made up of those macronutrients. So, for my clients tracking macronutrients, they have a prescribed number of protein, fat, and carbs to hit every day um, that correlates with their specific goals, whether that's fat loss, performance, or just optimal health. And so, there's flexibility in the food choices you can use to get to hit those macros. Right? You know, we want to always eat as much quality food as possible, but you can have a cookie when when you want one you know, or you can go out to dinner with friends and enjoy it and still hit your macros. And that's great. It's it's flexibility not only in your food choices, but also in this approach, knowing that, you know, maybe on, I'm on vacation or I'm going on vacation or I'm going to my family's for the holidays and tracking my macros doesn't seem that feasible. That's okay. It doesn't mean screw it, nothing matters. It means, okay, what other approaches can we work on? Um, you know, maybe it's just focusing on getting protein with every meal or staying hydrated or eating three meals seated a day, you know, these habits that we've been working on as we've been tracking. um, If we are able to understand what we're doing, build this better awareness with food choices and such, um, we can lean back on those habits when the time comes where we can't track, you know, because tracking is just a tool. It's not like a forever fix. Um, So I, I think for anyone, even if they don't have, uh, big goals they want to work on right now or don't want to work with a coach, just kind of getting a better understanding of what they're eating, what they're eating looks like every day um, through tracking it, whether that's just like written down in a food journal in the notes of your phone, um, or it's like downloading an app like MyFitnessPal and trying to track and see what you're eating every day. Um, I think that's pretty valuable because it allows you to just get a better look at what you're actually eating, because I think sometimes we get taken out by what that, what our intake actually looks like. We feel like we don't eat anything all day, but then we overlook like the binge at night or, um, you know, how many drinks we're having on the weekend or whatever. So I think that's uh, anyone can start doing that without a coach and just kind of get a better idea of what their food looks like.
0: Right. Yeah. I think that's probably something that we don't understand as well as we think. Cause I know that I've tracked, you know, for years and, I'll stop tracking for a while, which is fine. But then I'll get to this point where I'm like, I'm hitting my protein goals. I'm pretty sure I am. And then it's like, but I'm not really meeting my goals. You know, let me start tracking again and look at this. And I'm like, oh, yes, I was falling way short on my protein. (laughs) So even, you know, when you have some of the knowledge there, it can be easy to, you know, not realize what your intake when you're busy and you're kind of, you know, on the go and just eating.
1: Yeah, but that's that's great that you're able to just use it as a tool to kind of like realign with what you want and then go back on your way. Um, It's not forever, just like fat loss goals aren't forever.
0: Right, exactly. It's about that flexibility and that sustainability, Mm -hmm. like something that actually fits and works with your with your life and can change, you know, and you can use it like you said to keep in alignment kind of like with my coaching clients you know it's like you have your goals and you have them written down and you come back to them sometime and you're like okay am i am i in alignment with what i want or right. maybe what i want's changed right maybe it's a different goal now but actually looking at it and checking back in with it so that's it's good as far as nutrition goes to have those kind of tools in place
1: yeah and they serve us forever because our goals are going to change and our schedule is going to change in our routine and our demands and our, you know, family life and relationships, all of that's going to change. But if we understand that we can be flexible with those changes, it doesn't matter, not that it doesn't matter, but like nutritionally, as far as our goals go, it's not like, okay, well, I guess I have to stop working towards this goal to get stronger because, you know, XYZ happened, like we're able to be more malleable. Um, and that's what life requires, because if 2020 is any indication, like we don't know what's going to happen. We don't know what's, what's going to be thrown our way. So if we can be flexible with our approach, um, and with ourselves, we're ready for that.
0: Absolutely. That's fantastic. So for those people out there listening and they're like less restriction, that sounds fantastic. How do they reach out to you to, you know, talk about working with you?
1: So I hang out a lot on Instagram. So you can give me a follow over there, or shoot me a question over there. My Instagram is at klnutrition, um, or you can head to my website. It's katelimannutrition.com, and I offer um, just highly individualized one-on-one flexible nutrition coaching. I um, I work with clients of all types, all ages. I love them. Um, I love everyone I work with, and I have a team of really incredible qualified coaches that have their own clients as well. Um, so, and I'm very grateful for them. They're amazing. Um, and if you head to the resources tab, I also have some free resources there. You can download, um, if you're getting started on your nutrition journey, if you want to learn a little bit more, um, or if you want to make some good food in the kitchen.
0: Oh, fun. I I like you know, new ideas for things to eat and yeah. also freebies. So we will make sure to get all that and put it in the show notes so that everyone can access that information because I know that they will love to and I know I would love to. So really you've offered a lot of value today. I'm excited for the prospect of of people reaching out to you and you know changing the way they think about food and having more freedom and flexibility. Our diet is such a huge part of our lives and it shouldn't be something that's like you said, miserable and restrictive. So I think that's absolutely amazing what you do. Um, is there any last words that you would like to say for those listening that you know you think might be helpful?
1: Oh gosh, that's hard. Oh, I'm do want, I'm going to leave everybody with the consistency <laughs> over perfection mantra because I it, I think it bears repeating. Um, I think it's the most important thing we can focus on in any goal. In any aspect of our lives, really, um, because there is rarely an event we're going into that requires absolute perfection. Um, but if we're able to remain consistent, we're able to um, see really incredible changes over time, and that's what matters.
0: Right. And you know, nutrition, what you eat, is is a lifelong journey. So there's right. no, like destination. Like, if I'm perfect, I'll get there, and I'll be right.
1: <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. We've got time we time.
0: Absolutely. That's fantastic. Thank you so much for being here today, um, Kate. I really enjoyed this um, interview and I look forward to hearing about the amazing changes that the listeners have from reaching out to you.
1: Thank you for having me. I appreciate it.